0: Like when you get around those people that you're aligned with, mm-hmm. when you get around those people that you know you guys are all marching towards the same mission and the same drum, mm-hmm. if you will, beating to the same drum, um, those you're going to naturally be find ways to say yes to things that you probably weren't exposed to, to the point where you're not necessarily even saying no to a lot of stuff mm-hmm. because you're you're so engulfed in rocking with the right people that the yeses are. are It's really the only option that you can can kind of say. So I think it's just the beauty. And like when you get around those right people, that right group, you're going to be challenged. You're going to be focused on leveling up. You're going to be just focused on getting to a shared, unified mission that y'all all all have. Mm -hmm. And y'all will want each other to win on.
1: Now, I already know what you're thinking. Where can I get the merch? I'm glad you asked. You can find it at toostubborntofail.com. That's
0: toostubborntofail.com. All right. Now let's get back to the show. All
1: right, welcome back to the Two Stuff in the Field podcast. I'm your host Dan Perkins, and today, oh, we got some energy in the building today. Grace of God. We got some energy in the field. and ooh, and Man, ooh. we got the owner and CEO of Crown Co. Mm. A dope content creator mm. and a personal friend
0: of mine. Keep going. Trey Crumlin. Hold up. Keep going. The one and only <laughs> Trey Crumlin. <laughs> Absolutely. By the grace bro? of God, man. I'm blessed. Um, it's good to be alive. It's good to just have air. Yes. Um, It's the little things that people like take for granted. I was out and about Soda City and just observing people. Soda City is like a farmer's market. Yeah. And what I learned is, and we're going to get into some of this, it's all about entrepreneurship out there. Like, they really wanted to be, like, locally sourced in South Carolina and all this yes. and that. And it was just, to me, amazing the intentionality that people have about just bringing everybody together. And people just, like, being out, having good vibes, good, like, you know, energy. And it's like, that's just a little stuff that we take for granted, I mm-hmm. think. Um, like, I mean, but we we still in the whole pandemic or whatever. Right, right. So, like, just to see people out, enjoying each other, enjoying the beautiful weather we have, enjoying the fall, it's, it's just a blessing, man. So, I'm it's good. I'm amazing to be alive. You heard, me.
1: And that kind of brings me into my first point of walking in your purpose. Mm. So being around. you right into it. Yeah. Yes, sir. <laughs> being around, you know, the collective like-minded people. Mm-hmm. Um, tell me the feeling of being around people who are basically going in the same direction and the energy, how does that feel to be in that room?
0: Mm. I was talking to somebody that I met last night um and it's about how important it is to be aligned with those people mm-hmm. because on your journey in life you get you're going to run into your obstacles you're going to run across different things and if you're watching or if you read a book called like how to win friends and influence people it always talks about saying yes to a whole bunch of different things like, right? you know you got to say yes to just embrace new opportunities and mm-hmm. do different things um but there's also a beautiful intentionality that comes with saying no with a lot of different things as well, too. Right. So, like, how do you strike that balance? Mm-hmm. So, I was having this conversation with this person. It was more like when you get around those people that you are aligned with, mm-hmm. when you get around those people that, you know, you guys are all marching towards the same mission and the same drum, if mm-hmm. you will, beating to the same drum, um, Those you're going to naturally be, find ways to say yes to things that you probably weren't exposed to to the point where you're not necessarily even saying no to a lot of stuff mm. because you're you're so engulfed in rocking with the right people that the yeses are the is really the only option that you can kind okay. of say. So I think it's just the beauty and like when you get around those right people, that right group, you're going to be challenged. You're going to be focused on leveling up. You're going to be just focused on getting to a shared, unified mission that y'all all have, mm-hmm. and y'all will want each other to win on. Cause and I'm gonna drop it and leave it with this. It's like. Our whole lives, we were taught about being independent. Right. I-N-D-E-P-E-A. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know my dog. Whatever yeah, yeah. What he said, break it down, make people go crazy. <laughs> and it's uh, that's a good thing. I think we go from being children to being dependent. And then you become independent. But what people miss on and like really get to that next level is becoming interdependent mm-hmm. to where I can pick up the phone and call... Troop, and be like, hey, true. I need you to drop that. Yeah, yeah, so we can get on these NBA licenses, all right. this and that. Um, put that in the universe. Because I want to use that one day, so when I have a, a a show, I need that to be on, like, oh, they know that song from this and that. Right. So it's about being able to do work with others to really kind of put things in the universe. Like, you see all the great you know, people at the highest level, they leverage other people's skills and their strengths to get them to the next level. So it's all one group and one mission getting You heard man.
1: Man. And yeah. that, it's funny that you say that because, like, for instance, me with the whole podcast thing. Mm. Once I made the decision mm. to do the podcast, it seemed like the universe started moving in one accord. And, like, it was just so easy once I made that decision right. to, you know, collaborate with people. I haven't gotten anybody to turn me down yet mm. for podcast, God. And, it, and it it tells me that I'm I'm doing something that is for, one, fulfilling for me, okay. and to something that you know is aligned with my purpose. Yeah, you know, because I'm not facing much resistance at all, mm. and I I'm having a lot of fun. Yeah, I'm that's not, a blessing. I'm that's not, a blessing, then. That's a blessing. I really have a lot of fun, but you know, we could go all day off just this one topic. Yeah, thing, yeah, but yeah. I yeah. really yeah. want to touch on Crumco. Oh okay. How did you come, how did that come about? Like, what, what, what made you start Cronko?
0: Um, I tell people my life, my purpose in life is to pull purpose out of people. Mm-hmm. Um, it started from when my mom was going through her uh, cancer battle. Mm-hmm. She had stage four cervical cancer, and when she was going through that, it was tough, and that's what brought me and my sister to my Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Got a big hymn up. Um, that's what got us kind of to that And since she had been cancer free. Mm-hmm. Um once me and my sister had gotten saved. Mm-hmm. So we're telling everybody about how awesome that is and like, you know, um just sharing her like kind of testimony. Right. Then she pulled me to the side one day and she was like, You know, I'm glad that you have that mm-hmm. but that's my journey. Um, you gotta go out and make your own path. Mm-hmm. Because at that time I was I was living on her couch. I had like dropped out of school. We were going through it at the time. There was a lot going on during that time right. frame, but um, When she dropped that on me, it just made me appreciate the point of intentionality Mm -hmm. and just spending time with yourself to understand what are you rooted in, what is it that's making you move, Mm -hmm. what are you putting emphasis on to put things in the universe. And then that's when I realized, okay, I got to just be more intentional about it. And once I started realizing that, I have been on an upward trajectory ever since. So fast forward a few years, I ended up getting a job on Wall Street um, rotated around the Fortune 500 financial services company, just learned from a lot of amazing people, and it all kind of had that recurrent theme of the importance of being intentional behind stuff. Um, and then once you kind of understand why you're intentional about something, you could just really just like kind of work towards, you know, whatever that is that kind of fills you up, and then that's when your purpose is going to be revealed or whatever. But if you don't have that kind of initial want to get there, mm-hmm. it's, you're, it's, you're going to be like kind of stuck in this kind of perpetual will. So when you look at Crumco, I started that because ultimately it's going to be a, a venture capital type fund where I'm going to be investing in other businesses and mm-hmm. other people's missions and other people's kind of ideas and purposes. Um, because I know for me that's kind of where it started. So like what I'm doing with it is, learning the skills of an entrepreneur, figuring out what it is that works, what doesn't work, how can I get better with each iteration with different things that I do? So that way, when I become, start investing in people, I'm my best self to be like a good mentor, coach to them. Yeah. So it really started from that initial experience that I had of just getting back um, to what I'm doing in this life, being intentional, and wanting to spread that um, amongst other people. So all, all the things that I do, um, I have a, Bible scripture Proverbs twenty nine eighteen it says where there is no vision the people perish mm-hmm. but he who enjoys wisdom is trained by like the righteousness of it so it's like really just about appreciating that if you're wise in your ways if you're like focused on that you're going to get get it and like level up right so that's kind of like what made me start crunkle and then we can get into the whole conversation about what a per- person's purpose is and what it looks like but that's that was kind of the genesis of that, okay. that you heard man okay. yeah. That's dope. Yeah. For so, sure.
1: with everything, uh, you know that you that you accomplished so far, mm. we always like to give the people, you know, the real. And what are some of the downfalls that you was not downfalls? I Cut would say failures. Yeah, failures. failures. I <laughs> failed. Any I failed ones? one
0: time. Um. But I learned from that failure. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the beauty of it. It's all about your procession. So I, I can plainly say, like, yeah, I dropped the ball. I didn't come, I didn't meet my expectations. I set a goal to sell 1,000 of my t shirts, mm-hmm. my embroidered t shirts. Right. Um, to date, I've sold over 250 of them. Okay. Um, you know, I would put that, that's uh, at a year mark now. Mm-hmm. Um, so by my standards, I would be expecting a lot more traction. Sure. Okay. Um, but the thing that I learned from that failure, um, is you can't over I don't want to say oversaturated market, but what's the what's the proper way to phrase it? Um,
1: uh huh. I switched sides um, on you. Why you ain't go to the site yet? TooStubbornToFail.com. dot com. That's TooStubbornToFail.com. dot com.
0: Go check it out. Um, the size of the market would only warrant a certain amount of sale mm-hmm. without having different types of variations. Right. So like I had that one single shirt, one right. single design. Right, but the size of my market, if I would have studied that, I wouldn't understand that there's only going to be a realistic expectation is this much. Right. So focusing so hard on my particular market, I missed the opportunity to focus on other markets. Mm-hmm. I fo- missed the opportunity of okay, do I really just want to build a brand, or am I going to be solely focused on selling these t-shirts. exact same yeah. T-shirts? Yeah. So if that if I'm going to go down that path, all right, cool. I got to be more intentional about spreading this message all over the place. Um, so that was just that was a learning opportunity that I had because. I used to cringe at the word failure, but mm-hmm. once I just realized and appreciate that what came with that is something far more like valuable. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, it's a, you take that L, baby. As long as you turn it to a lesson, you know how I go. You know, you you know how I go. Hey, by <laughs> grace of <laughs> God, you get, that's it. That's it.
1: So, kind of explain some of the, I guess, the payoff of being consistent now, like. Consistently posting every day, mm-hmm. getting
0: your name out there, being that pop up shop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think um, consistency breeds success. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, I mean, showing it's like you got to fight for mind share for people mm-hmm. because there's so much that we're inundated with each day. And I'm gonna break it down like this. I was, I was, you know, talking to a very nice young lady, a beautiful young lady, one time. Um, and she was just talking a little cash or whatever about all the stuff that I was be po- I would be posting. Right. She's like, dog, man, why you post like three times a day? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But as she was saying that, her phone was going off boohoo times. Mm-hmm. And as we looked at her phone, it was from Fashion Nova. Uh, Fashion Nova sent this woman six text messages on Thanksgiving Day. Whoa. Six text messages on Thanksgiving Day, gear up for Black Friday. And we think that we're too... Too good to post three times a day, and I and I can't fight for my three <laughs> times a day. So it's like, yeah, it's it's great. It's like it's okay to do that because yeah. these big brands are going to do it. They got the resources, yes. but we just looking look, a, look really? at them and put them on that on that pedestal yeah. and be like, all right, that's what y'all do. So I think for me, it's a mix of you know just naturally being extroverted, wanting to engage with this technology and have fun with it, but then also appreciating that man, you better fight for your piece of the pie because hey, hey the other people don't sure will you heard me so like that's really what it is for me and like you know it's a mixture of enjoying it it's a mixture of just appreciating that like it's you gotta fight for that space in people's Mm -hmm. minds you gotta fight for that space in people's minds Um, but you got to do it in a way that ain't cheesy I think that's what I I struggle with for a while um, it's just you know really being intentional about being okay with you, like mm-hmm. who you are as an individual, as opposed to trying to get on the latest trends, right? Trying to get on later. Like, I've never been a big TikTok dancer, I probably right. never gonna be, <laughs> but like, there's so much of that out there that people like feel they need to keep up and catch up on. And the perfect way to illustrate this is I was at the point where I was like just looking at my social media following, it wasn't popping off like I would have liked it to. I was like, man. I'm frustrated, so like I low key backed off of it, mm-hmm. and that's what made me like stop the shirts and all. So now I just I like kind of fell out. Mm-hmm. Um, but then one day I was just like, I had just got back in the word, and I just got like really grounded again in who I am, getting back in that intentionality bit. And it's like, you know, I'm gonna put whatever out in the universe. I just don't care. And it's just like so so relieving. And I remember I was eating a super good steak at this awesome restaurant, and it was just like so relieving knowing that I was letting go of all that. I ended up recording myself just like eating this awesome steak mm-hmm. and just like laughing at life and having a good time I was like I don't know what I'm gonna do with this video I'm gonna enjoy it and then I saw I didn't even think I was gonna post that um, but then I saw like another kind of sound that you can put on with Instagram or whatever mm-hmm. ended up putting it on that video and come to find out it got like 500,000 views on mm-hmm. reels over 300 comments like 20,000 likes It's just like so. So I went viral, Mm -hmm. and it was just ironic—a beautiful type of ironic. Where it's like, once I realized the need to let go of that, Mm -hmm. that's when the universe, like, really just like let me go all in. So that's how we rockin'. Yeah, that's how we rockin'. And uh, just to touch on what you
1: piggyback off of what you were saying, where you basically need to not worry as much about the sales and really worry about being your authentic self mm-hmm. on social media because somebody out there thinks that you're dope, but they don't know who you are yet. Mm. So it's more important for you to work on brand awareness okay. and consistency in, in putting out your content because once those people find you, they're going to be your, that's your, who you're going to buy. That's your, your tribe. Yeah. That's your trial. So, you know, putting all your energy into being your authentic self and displaying that for the world is more important than worrying about
0: sales. Basically, I, I just say it's like nobody figures it out. Like, mm-hmm. and even if, once you think you got figure it figured out, it's gonna change Still, the next day. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, let's say that you do get it figured out, cool. Like, like you said, though, the algorithm gonna tap in and mm-hmm. like, uh, uh, uh-uh, like mm-hmm. we gonna figure out something this and that. So, like, once you stop playing that game of like trying to compete with. You know the latest trends, or stand up on top of this and this and that. Now I'm not going to knock any of those, like Instagram coaches or brand builders or like right. people that really build a strategy or intentionality behind that. I respect a lot of that work, but I'm talking about for the solo entrepreneur that is like, you know, I'm just trying to build this content. I got, to, I mean, you can't get caught up in feeling like you have to post buku times a day, right? Because because people are going to feel like that's following. Mm-hmm. People are going to look right through it. And what people miss is like we're so focused on growing our audience. And we miss on the opportunity to really double down on the people that we that rock with us. Right. Back to that point about like with the t-shirts, like absolutely, I could see myself getting out on the road trying to sell, spread my mission, and that actually now speaking. I may have to start being more intentional about that as we get yeah. into the new year, by the grace yeah. of God. But um there's a missed opportunity to really kind of cater to the Charlotte market, to the Carolina market, where it's like, okay, I'm going to be. Plant my flag on this. code is going to have this type of flavor for the people in the Carolinas, and it's going to be it's this, this and that. Um, it's just understanding and getting clear on what I want my community to be and build off of. So once I really start feeding that and start pouring into that, and get outside of the idea, of it having to expand. It's like a tree or a plant. Like if you take care of which plant, it's going to grow and flourish. Of course. Um, you just got to really double down on what you're nurturing. You hear know? me? So that's what that's how we come. That's, dope. that's how we come.
1: So you did give us um, some good
0: recommendations for books, but what, what are you personally reading right now? Man, I'm still breaking down Powernomics. I ain't going to hold you. I'm not, like, one of the biggest readers out here. Mm-hmm. Um, Powernomics is the last book that we read, so for those that don't know, DP and I was in a great book club, mm-hmm. awesome book club. We showed up during the whole pandemic and really just shared a whole bunch of knowledge, and I think as I look at this stage, and, like, that's where we kind of really kind of just nurtured that friendship that we exactly. had. Um, so since then, I've picked up a whole bunch of different books. So I think the main two that I'm really diving into is Powernomics, mm-hmm. which I'll put this in the universe. I see a day where I have a podcast that just breaks down the dynamics of those of that book, mm-hmm. and I'd have different subject matter experts on each talk about how we can instill a Powernomics 2.0. Mm-hmm. Um, and Powernomics is just the idea of, you know, being black in America, we can't rely on the systems in place to rectify the wrongdoings that cause the dynamics that we understand today, right. the malicious dynamics that we understand today. So we have to empower ourselves to get there. So that's that book was written in the early 70s, mid-70s maybe, 80s, whatever it might have been. Um, so now it's about reimagining that. Because he said if we would have enacted some of that stuff, we would have realized power, if you will, by 2005. You look now it's it's more upside down than it's ever yes. been in certain ways and aspects so i'm reading power the other book that i'm reading is don't drop the mic by td jakes mm-hmm. and it, i think if i combine those two um i foresee myself really being in a good spot as far as i like being able to have a message and then articulating it because what don't drop the mic talks about is just appreciating that god gives you a chance to have platforms mm-hmm. god gives you a chance to speak to different people um, don't fumble that opportunity mm-hmm. come come correct appreciate the opportunity that you mm-hmm. have like this when you mentioned this podcast i was like hell yeah I'll get on to it mm-hmm. because i understand that this could 10 15 years from now have somebody go back and listen to it and change their life so um don't drop the mic that's kind of what i'm those are the two that i'm reading right now okay you yeah have to check those out Definitely. absolutely absolutely Definitely. so what's next for chromeco what are you working on um, two things, and one of it goes off right now. I'm gonna set, tell the people right here. I am. So I've always been big on real estate as an asset class, mm-hmm. um, as an investment opportunity. So we're taking Crumco to the uh, short-term rental business, okay. um, and that's what I alluded to earlier. Crumco is a holdings company for a whole bunch of different things. Currently, right. so we do clothing. Um, the next thing that we'll be doing and are doing now is uh, the real estate thing. So short-term rentals, people tend to think about Airbnb. But there's so many different ways to start making money Mm -hmm. um, off of what's called short-term rentals. Um, So there are two ways that I'm kind of going down this path. The first being, I bought a property in Charlotte at the end of last year, um, and I rented it out on a site called Furnished Finder, which is basically Airbnb for traveling nurses. Mm -hmm close to a hospital, beautiful location. Um, I got somebody in there relatively quickly. Um, that property is now cash flowing over $900 a month. Um, straight into my account, and each quarter we're going to you know, take that and put it right back. And then the other way that we're going to do it is um, do something called rental arbitrage. Mm-hmm. So right now we're approaching different landlords throughout the Charlotte market, and uh, we're asking them, if we were to lease your properties, can we put these on either Airbnb, Furnish Finder, uh, VRBO? Mm -hmm. Um, And I think what I've learned from my process is just the importance of just being focused on one thing at a time. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's kind of where our focus is now. So our focus will be bringing um, young professionals that could leverage the work from home environment And go to different cities to enjoy those cities while they work. So places like Charlotte, Houston, Austin, Texas, Tampa, Florida. These are all like places on my major radar. Cities, Chicago, yeah. places on like that. Not only are major cities like New York City. I don't think would fit because people are always traveling. That people can always go. But it's a city that you know you've heard of. Mm-hmm. You know you see those things happening, but you may not just you know be inclined to go just because. Right. Um, Think of those places that have, like, a budding, young population. Minneapolis, even, during the summertime. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Man, I'm telling you, man, that place is cold-blooded. But, um, (laughs) yeah, facts. So it's like, so markets like that, um, I think that's just folks. So the goal will be to get to 10 of those. Right now, what I'm super proud of, and if I just look at Crumco as a whole, I'm most proud of, as I've done different things, it's just gotten better and better and better. I started off with Hazy Beard Bomb. Um, and it was just a landing page where it's like go to this website, click order, you'll get it in the mail. Mm-hmm. Then I get to crumb code clothing. Um, mm-hmm. we're going to we the crumb code clothing, stepped it up a bit with the packaging, mm-hmm. with the quality of the stuff, the landing page, the website was far better. Mm-hmm. And now as we look at crumb code realty, it's gonna be the next level of thing that I this is gonna be like the next level, if you will, of systems that I have. Now I have a team around me. Mm-hmm. So I got like I want to call it six different people actively engaged. Shout out to Alan. Shout out to JP. Shout out to India. Shout out to, I'm going to forget them all, P. Shout out to Crystal. Did I get them right? Yeah, I think that's it. Shout out to Patience. Shout out to JB. Um, I've really built a team um, and have a system in place and put in the money to build it in. Because I think for me, what I was so focused on was just getting stuff out there. Correct getting stuff out there so like I don't stop or like letting things stop me from just producing something mm-hmm. but now that I have that on my belt, I was like okay how can we just apply some of that intentionality that I know is so important put the systems in place so that way as soon as we really hit that ground runner mm-hmm. we're gonna scale so that's where cronco is going once I hit ten of those then we're gonna have a Creole stand a beignet stand that so is City Market yeah. um, and then after that those will be, like, you know, full-service businesses. They're going to be excluded. Then we're going to open the coffee shop um, in probably Charlotte. Mm-hmm. It's going to be kind of a spinoff of the Creole um, beignet stand that I'm going to have at uh, Soda City here. So you just bring New <laughs> Orleans <of this> down. <laughs> down here. <laughs> bring it to me, baby. Absolutely. Yeah, that's a zombie. So I'm just going. And that's it. It's like – and that's what I also learned, and I think that people need to know this, that as an entrepreneur I learned is – I was so focused on bringing stuff that I wanted and putting it out in the universe mm-hmm. as opposed to listening to the people right. and like realizing what they would have wanted mm-hmm. um, and, provi- and providing this to them. So as I look at that real estate game that I'm gonna get into, that I'm into now, um, it's really about having these people that are staying with me Mm -hmm. have a good experience I want them to enjoy Charlotte because I enjoy Charlotte so how can I recreate the stuff that I enjoy so much while they're there um, and have a good stay so um, that's what I think was missing when I first started when I set out that mission to sell a thousand t-shirts it's like I wanted to do that so I could become an entrepreneur and Mm -hmm. I know how this works but Our jobs as entrepreneurs is to solve problems, people's problems. Mm-hmm. So how do you find that problem to solve for people? Um, put it in the universe, and then you know, leverage it and get that bag. You heard me. Got two phones going. You know, going over here by the grace of God. But yeah, that's that's how we're rocking. What, did that come from what book are you reading right now? I'm all over the place, man. <laughs> I'm
1: all over the place. <laughs> no, that was just that was uh, just that's what where it's on. on, yeah, yeah for, for sure, for on. sure. But I mean, you answered it. Yeah, you know? for sure, um, for sure. The, the last thing that I always like to wrap up my interviews with is um, basically you giving me a too stubborn to fail moment of yours. A moment where, against all eyes, you still managed to prevail even when it looked like it wasn't going to happen. How did you make that happen? What, what was that moment
0: for you? Mm. Something that you live every day. Mm-hmm. I think just getting up and appreciating where you're at in life. I'll answer your question, mm-hmm. but um, it's something that I w- realized today. It's like, man, every day, you, you struggle to fight complacency. Right. You struggle to not be where you are right now. Mm-hmm. Um, so you can level up. Right. So it's like, every day you show up and every day you wake up, you, under- you gotta understand that this life isn't promised. Um, so you gotta really fight for that each and every every chance you get um, a particular moment that comes to mind is when I was struggling with like a cough syrup Mm -hmm. addiction that I had Mm -hmm. and I was it was 2012 I was standing at my people house sleeping on my mom's couch and just to go to sleep at night I would drink like some cough syrup and I would do this repeatedly for like you know about a month that's a change Mm -hmm. and I didn't realize that's what that was like a bad thing. It was right. just like, I'm gonna take some IQ go to sleep, like right. I'm graving. But then it was just like a continual habit that at one point that I felt like I needed to do that to go to sleep just mm-hmm. because like that's what I did. Until one night, one morning the next day, I must have just drunk so much that I couldn't wake up literally. Like I was awake, my mind my eyes were open, but like I couldn't get my body yeah. up. And I was like, I don't understand what's going on right now. So after you know a couple of hours of just struggling and dealing with that, I finally got up and I just looked in the mirror and realized I was living beneath my privilege. I was living beneath my, all of the skills and abilities that I have. I was living I was living beneath everything that everyone spoke over me, mm-hmm. um, that everybody believed in me. I've always been told that, you know, you're going to be amazing, blah, 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 this and that. And I just realized I was living beneath that. Mm-hmm. So I looked in the mirror and I was like, you know, that, that, that's a wrap. And I think that's really when even though my mom pulled me to the side and mentioned the whole, you know, importance of like developing my own stage, I think that's when I hit that rock bottom in my life to be like, hold up, like what am I doing? But then that's when I realized that God was the rock at the bottom, my foundation, to like, all right, boom, you know where you're at now. Mm-hmm. You know where you're rocking, you know how you're coming, how can we build from here? And I've been on the upward trend ever since, I'm doing my thing. I got a property now in Charlotte. I'm gonna build a duplex in uh, the Columbia area. Um, it's going to be amazing. So we just we just out here, baby. We out here doing it. That's Getting what up. I'm talking about. Yeah, for sure, man. It's just like, and it's just keeping on going. Like, that's so important. Larry June says it so very well. Keep going because, like, it. that's the only way that you're going to realize that success. That's the only way that you're going to realize that next level is you have to appreciate everybody that you see that's successful, blah, blah, blah. Like, they've. They started somewhere than themselves. Right, right. They had a beginning part mm-hmm. so it's like, how, where are you going um, on your journey, and are you going to stop? Um, you don't fail until you quit. You heard me. So that's a, uh, that's it. Like you stubborn, you be, hey, you be too stubborn <laughs> to fail. You heard me. Too stubborn to fail. Man, See, that was the dope. That
1: was dope. So where can the people follow you, man?
0: At Trey Crumlin on Instagram. Trizzy booming on YouTube, the YouTube channel is about to go down. Here. Okay. Maybe got the YouTube channel. The YouTube channel is going to be focused around um, my journey towards financial freedom. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're going to stop trading time for money. Um, so uh, catch me on there, Facebook, Trey Crumbling. And I also want to shout out the team at True Colors. Um, True Colors Brewery out of Wilmington, North Carolina. Mm-hmm. They're doing amazing work. You're going to start seeing me do more stuff with them. I think it's at True Colors Brewery. If you just look them up on Instagram, you'll find them there. Um, but they're going to solve the gang violence problem through an awesome media yeah. um where they have hired local gang members, active gang members, put them through something called um, Disrupt You, mm-hmm. and it's, it sheds the idea of you know just this impoverished mindset um, and really just teaches them skills in four key areas, um, transportation, uh, relationships finances oh there's one more and I'm drawing the blank, for y'all tapping what they are doing um, they're doing amazing things um, I'm rocking with them so be on the lookout for more of what they do okay um, but just be just empowering they I, I rock with them because it's a similar message right all about empowering the end person mm-hmm. the individual because right. ain't nobody going to come in this life to save you so um so yeah those are the different places you can catch me. Um, and then, of course, you can catch me on Two stuff in the Fail podcast. Hey. Yes, indeed. Yes, sir. Hey, well, there you have it. <laughs> and this has been
1: another dope podcast. Um, I'm your host, Darren Perkins. We had Trey Crumlin on today. The one and
0: only Boomer! Right. <laughs> yes, sir.